Coming to you from the 2023 TAPS State Cheer Championships on the floor of the Cadence Bank Center in Belton, Texas. It's Monday, December 4th, 2023, and here's what's coming up this week in TAPS. We are well into our first day of cheer championships here in Belton. It's our 1A through 4A schools turn on the floor. Be sure to join us tomorrow for the 5A and 6A championships. You can get your tickets at taps.biz slash tickets or on the hometown ticketing app. You can also watch all the performances and the award ceremonies on Taps TV. I'll have a link for you in the show notes. Our thanks to the people at Express Cheer for making this championship possible for our students. Follow at Taps Cheer on Twitter for results and updates as we go through the competition. We have photographers on site for all performances and we're going to have those available in the coming weeks. Of the great state of Texas, entire communities make their destination this patch of turf in Waco for three glorious days they'll remember forever. It's championship weekend. Elsewhere in TAPS, we just wrapped up three days of championship football up the road in Waco. We're going to spend the bulk of this episode hearing from each of those seven state championship contests. We'll hear the results from TAPS Cheer in next week's episode. Now let's get started. It's championship weekend from the Waco ISD Athletic Complex, and we are proud to bring you the Texas Association of Private Parochial Schools First up on Thursday, it was six-man football in three divisions, leading off with the Division I game between Houston's Emory Wiener School and Veritas Academy of Austin. Emory Wiener enters this contest the first-place finishers out of District 2 with a 10-1 record and undefeated in district play. Veritas Academy comes in after finishing third in District 1 with a 7-4 record and despite going 1-2 in district play. And here we go from Waco with the Division I state championship. Grossman passing the right side into the end zone. Touchdown! Emery Wiener is on the board. Pass complete to the right side of the end zone to number seven, Byron Strug. To the up back. And now back to the quarterback. He's in trouble. Passes, finds a man standing at the... That's number 63, making a big play all the way down. Levi Head. First and 15 as we tick under five minutes. Pitch. Trying the left side now is Bresseman, and he's got a great hole after a block, and he is in the end zone. Pay dirt for Austin Veritas. And this is Lavage up the middle. Touchdown, Emery Wiener. Fakes the handoff to Lavage. He's in trouble in the backfield, throws it up, and great defensive play. That was, I believe, number eight. Great pressure by number seven, Luke Trulisa, and number 21, Brian Bressman, forcing that pass out. And not a great throw, but also has two timeouts. Newman, the up back, pitches back to Grossman. Grossman looks to pass initially. Now he's rolling away to the right, evading the defender. Now he'll pass into the end zone. He's got a man wide open. And standing in the back of the end zone is number seven, Brian Strug, once again, two to seven for a touchdown here for the Jaguars. What could be the final play here, Austin Veritas as a pass completed and working towards midfield. Play will be stopped at about the 37 yard line, but that's gonna do it here from Waco in the Division I State Championship. The Emory Wiener Jaguars are the state champs in Division I. Emory Wiener went home with the trophy after a rain-soaked 55-22 win over Veritas. Up next on Thursday, it was the Division III six-man championship between Prestonwood Christian Academy North of Prosper and Baytown Christian Academy. Prestonwood Christian North comes in as the district champions out of District 2 with a 9-1 record undefeated in district contests. Baytown Christian enters this contest the fourth-place finishers out of District 5 with an eight and four record and two and three in district play. PCA pits a district champion who is, uh, even though they're only in their third year, um, they come into this game as a heavy favorite, with lots of depth. Uh, you've got Baytown who, believe it or not, may be the first that I recall 
fourth place district team who has scrapped and clawed and just gutted their way through the playoffs to make it to this state championship. Bulldogs break the huddle. Pitches back to Anderson and he shakes one tackler. Now he's got nothing but daylight in front of him. He can stay on his feet. Tripped up at the 15 yard line. A touchdown saving tackle by number zero, Branson Reeves for PCA, but not after, not until a big gain by the Bulldogs. It's back to Anderson who starts to the right, then goes across to the left and he's got a touchdown. Bulldogs on the board right out of the gate. Baking away and all oh, nothing but daylight in front of him. That's gonna be a Preston Wood touchdown for number one, Tucker Richardson. Here's a replay, no exchange. That was a direct pass from number five, Jackson Lucas. Lucas to Richardson. He'll throw across the field looking for his man and it's complete to number three, Juan Quintana at the 25-yard line in Prestonwood territory. Big pass play there for the Bulldogs. It's to Anderson, left side. He's gonna try and get there on his feet. No, he's gonna throw it. He's got a man wide open. Touchdown, number 11, Joseph Cohen on the pass from Anderson. And the Bulldogs with a big answer to begin the second quarter. The snap goes to Lucas, who now has it out to Wood, and Wood's got a lot of room on the right side, still on his feet, cutting across the field, and Wood's gonna go one play all the way to pay dirt. Touchdown, PCA, Jackson Lucas to Hayden Wood. Tim, you called it. You said earlier, watch for number seven going to the big play, and there it was right there. Third and two, pitch to Anderson. Probing the middle, now he'll throw it and intercept it into the end zone. Here comes the return, and he's got a lot of room in front of him. It could go all the way, but no, he's shoved out by Anderson at the 20, looks like they'll give him the 24 yard line. And what a pendulum swing here in Waco. In the diamond. Lucas back to Wood, Wood looking to pass, right side, has a man in the end zone, and he's got him. Touchdown, PCA. Number one, Tucker Richardson, as time expires. This is zero right up the middle. Branson Reeves, touchdown, PCA North. Two plays on that drive after the big interception. Long pass into the end zone, touchdown. That's Jackson Lucas to number four, Tyler Tut. Five touchdown passes for Jackson Lucas, and, uh, and that ends this contest. Ladies and gentlemen, your uh, Prestonwood Christian Academy North is your Division Three state champions for 2023. Yeah, what a story for Baytown. Uh, fourth place finish in district, state runner up. Uh, you've got to be proud of that effort overall, and I know that they didn't finish the way they, they wanted to, but what an effort, uh, what a season, and, and then of course hats off to, to PCA, and was it was their third year of Six third, man. third year of six-man football, and They'll Coach Purcell's coached them all three years for all of these guys. Uh, first, first time to play in a state championship. PCA North took the title with a 70-22 victory over Baytown Christian. Rounding out the six-man championship games Thursday night in Division Two. Abilene Christian enters this contest, the second place finishers out of District One, with a nine and two record and five and one in district play. The Cougars of Covenant Christian come in. 11-1, 4-1 in district. They are the second place finishers out of District 5. Man, we have two really great teams in Abilene Christian and Conroe Covenant tonight. We've got a tell of two tapes. You've got an Abilene Christian team led by Kirk Wade, head coach, uh, who's going to go ground and pound, and they're going to line up and run the ball right at you. Then on the other side, you've got Conroe Covenant led by Joseph Garcia, uh, who's going to spread you out and uh, use their uh, speed to try to move the ball on you. And so it's going to be an exciting uh, contrast of styles of offense tonight. Pitch left side. Armstrong again. He's got the corner to the 20, the 10, inside the five-yard line and takes a long slide after he hits the turf. Sweetall 
Hands off to Armstrong, headed to the left side, and he will get there. Touchdown, Abilene Christian getting the scoring started here in the Division II State Championship. Pass is complete at about the five-yard line, breaking a tackle and into the end zone. Colby Van Brawny, touchdown Cougars. Sweetall takes the snap, pitches it back to Armstrong. He'll try the left side. Breaks away from the tackle, and he's got a lot of room in front of him to pay dirt. Touchdown, number three, Brooks Armstrong. Brings up a third and four. Campbell back to Rudy. Rudy with two defenders on him, gets past him, and now he's got a lot of room down the right sideline, all the way to the 10, cuts back towards the five and across the goal line. No, just short. Stopped right at the line there, a great run by Jackson Rudy. Looking to pass, pulls it back down due to the pressure. Now he's gonna run to the left side and gets to the end zone. Touchdown, Jackson Rudy. Snap and handoff up the middle to the left side goes number seven all the way to the house. Davis Patterson with a quick answer by the Panthers. Touchdown, Abilene Christian. Campbell is the up back with just Rudy behind him. Looking to pass and now trying to split the defenders. Makes some progress, breaks us another tackle and he's going down the right sideline. A huge gain still on his feet. To the 10, to the end zone. Touchdown, number six, Jackson Rudy. And just like that, the Cougars with a big answer. Quite a shootout here in Waco in the first half of this Division II state championship, 8.01 on the clock. The score, Abilene Christian 24, Covenant Christian 20. Under two minutes to go, Sweet All under center, fakes the handoff, pitch to Armstrong, has a ton of room on the right side, and he's gonna take it to the house. Touchdown, Abilene Christian, Brooks Armstrong. Threatening to pass it again, will take it off down the right side, and there he is in the corner once again. Jackson Rudy, number six with a rushing touchdown, four in a row for that young man. Plenty of time, he'll fire it over the middle of the field into the end zone, it'll be picked off. That's number 11, Joshua DeRamus. Welcome back to the Waco ISD Athletic Complex on a beautiful night where we showed up to watch a six-man Division II football state title contest and instead a fireworks show broke out. Here in the first half, 36 to 30 is our score. You know, on play calling, there are two different plays on this, on this a series right here where uh, it's a minimum of 30 yards for your first down. So you don't have a lot of first and 30 and third and 32 yard plays here. You know, they, they've you, had to face two of those now. If you've got Jackson Rudy, you got a you got a first and 30 play and a second and 30 play. Ouch. Uh, Timeout. Campbell back to Rudy. Threatening to run up the middle, trying to shake off the defender. He does for the moment, and now he'll head down the right sideline, back towards the middle, now across the field. There goes Rudy, all the way to the house. Touchdown, Jackson Rudy. An unbelievably gutty run here on fourth and eternity. Rolling out is Sweetall. He's got a man on the left side. Great reception for a first down, and now breaking away. Touchdown, Abilene Christian, number 17, Bryce McLaughlin, who has flirted with a couple of long receptions earlier in this contest, and he finally puts one in. Big score for the Panthers. Sweetall standing back, fakes the handoff, rolls to the right. Pass down the field, and it's complete. It's gonna be a first down and a lot more. Still on his feet. That's a touchdown for number 12, Isaac Presley. He's had a monster game defensively, and now Presley delivers with a huge reception. Fakes the handoff now. Now he's got his man and into the end zone. This time it's good. Number 17, Bryce McLaughlin with the second touchdown reception of the game. Sweetall puts it up, and it is good. Six point game now, 58 to 52, 9.29 remaining in the fourth quarter. 
15 combined touchdowns in this state title contest thus far. Faking the handoff, looking to pass, right side, complete, touchdown, number 21 with a big catch, Nathan Garza from Carson Sweetall. Four point contest. Now he'll run, evades the defenders, has a blocker in front of him to midfield, to the 30, to the 20, the 10, and another rushing touchdown for number six, Jackson Rudy. Sweetall fakes to Patterson, looking down the left sideline, trying, he's got his man. What a catch, and breaking away for another touchdown. Number 17 for Abilene Christian, Bryce McLaughlin having a game. That's twice that McLaughlin has had yards after the catch that he should have been brought down, but just fought through it and scored a touchdown. That, that ball was tipped, I believe. Yeah, go back. It was almost a great interception, and it turned out to be an amazing catch. I'm running out of room to keep track of touchdowns here on my sheet, gentlemen. Yeah, well, I'm going to tell you, if you, um, I don't know what price exactly you paid to get in here tonight or if you paid to watch on live stream, but you got your money's worth about an hour ago. The fans on both of these sidelines on their feet. Carson Cheadle getting set to kick off. Threatening to run, now he does up the middle, breaks a tackle, and Jackson Rudy into Jackson the end zone Rudy. yet again. Four points lead for Conroe Covenant Christian, 80 to 76. I said 80 to 76. Second and 10, they've still got all three timeouts, faking the touchdown, now Sweetall, excuse me, faking the handoff. Long pass play, and it is caught! Caught down at the 15-yard line! Number 21 for Abilene Christian, Nathan Garza, with another monster catch in this contest. That was good coverage. And Abilene Christian chooses to take their first timeout. With 44 seconds remaining, down by four. Everybody in this stadium is yelling, second and 12, 43 seconds. Tough for either team to walk out of here with a loss tonight. Both teams very deserving uh, to represent as state champions. Uh, both teams have left it on the field and played a good ball game. And here it is, here fourth and eight. Sweet all under center. Fakes the handoff, rolling right. Here's the pass, incomplete! Incomplete! Covenant Christian defense holds. Turnover on downs with 14 seconds to go. No reason for them to walk out of here with their heads down. And ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it. And that'll do it in an absolute war of a Division II state title game here in six-man football. The Covenant Christian Cougars out of Conroe, Texas are champions of the state. 80 to 76, our final score. What an absolute gem of a game. Yeah, great game by both teams. And it's, it's one of those ones you hate to see anybody have to lose it. Uh, but a note here for Conroe, they will not be able to defend their championship next year uh, as they'll be making the move to 11. Is that right? Okay, so Conroe, I did not realize that. Uh, Conroe That's... Covenant will be moving to a Division Four 11 man. Wow. So what a way to, what a way to, to end close six the man, chapter of six-man six man for era, Conroe. For sure. And Abley will be back. They've got five seniors on this team uh, in an effort like that, and they've got the program in a great facility that uh, just got finished mm -hmm. up. And, uh, oh, they've got a, a storied program over there, and there's no doubt that that will uh, continue. Coach Wade doing a great job over there. A combined 21 touchdowns.
156 points. That, uh, gentlemen, I, I, I'm out of words. Friday brought our first two 11-man championship games. A picture-perfect day here in Waco for some football on this first weekend in December. Up first in the Division I title game. This contest featuring the Panthers of Parish Episcopal School of Dallas and the Eagles of St. Thomas High School out of Houston. Parish Episcopal comes into this contest the first place finishers out of District 1. With the 7-3 overall record and undefeated in district play, they are the defending state champions of the last four years, looking to make it five in a row here today. St. Thomas comes into this title game having a dream season, undefeated at a perfect 12-0, the first place finishers out of District 2. You got two offenses, high octane, up-tempo offenses, led by some really, really great quarterbacks. Um, you got all the tradition, you got all of the uh, pageantry going on. I think we're in for a shootout. It's gonna be a treat. Uh, it's gonna really boil down to whoever can get the most stops. You know, St. Thomas, Coach McGuire says, if he can get four to six stops, we got a shot. He says, we don't get that, it's gonna be rough. And then Coach Novikov said the same thing. It's all about the stops, so. Lewis with Cardenas in his hip He's pocket, in. hands it off up the middle, touchdown, St. Thomas Eagles. And that gets the scoring started for us here in the state championship. Number 23, Johan Cardenas with a three yard touchdown run. He's a powerful back. I mean, he had contact immediately on line of scrimmage and just kept on rolling. What an outstanding opening drive for St. Thomas. Anderson takes the snap, looking left. Fires towards the sideline, has a man wide open. Great execution by the Panthers, and they are in the end zone. Touchdown, Parrish Episcopal, number 13 for the Panthers. There's a yellow hanky on the floor. Andrew Burton, we've got to check the flag. And we're coming back, oh no. Ineligible man downfield. He races a 49-yard touchdown. That was vintage Sawyer Anderson. Laying it up over the top, beautiful uh, little switch route on the outside, all negated. Anderson back to pass, trying the right side of the corner. He's got a man with a step, and that's a touchdown for Parrish Episcopal, number 13. Bryson Fields. Fields had the initial catch and touchdown earlier before the flag wiped it out. A little redemption there for Bryson Fields, the junior. Takes the handoff, looking downfield. Oh, what a throw, what and a throw. That is caught by number zero, Logan Branting, junior wide receiver. Another big pass play for the Eagles. And that moves the ball all the way down to the Parish Episcopal 33-yard line, and they're going quick. Ball is on the 32, they need the 28. Anderson hands it off up the middle. Reed dancing, breaking away up the middle. Now he'll try the left side of the field. He's got all kinds of room. What a juke there. And now he's inside the 10. A great run by Maddox Reed. Reed up the middle, touchdown. Parish Episcopal. He'll run it up the middle, designed run and shakes off the first tackler. He's got plenty of room. Sawyer Anderson, 33 yards for the touchdown. Boy, that play was set up nice by the empty backfield. Linebacker was eight yards off and there were some gaps. And once he saw that, he called his own number and house call. With 9.35 remaining in the third quarter, Parish Episcopal 19, Houston St. Thomas seven. Lewis, got him looking in the over hole. the middle, he's got his man, first down and more down to the 30 yard line into Panther territory. And a great response from the Eagles on third and 12. That's a huge play, boy. He stepped up right in the pocket. Edgecombe just found that little open territory on a little glance route right behind him. Beautiful throw, beautiful catch. First and goal from the one yard line, 625 on a running clock. St. Thomas looking for the answer. Hand it off, Cardenas oh, up the middle. Job. Touchdown, Eagles. Great answer drive. Anderson looking left, going downfield, has a man, and oh, great defensive play. The intended target was number 80 for Parish Episcopal, Beckham Smith. But Demarcus Batiste comes over. 
Him and Darren Valentine. The converted basketball player, first year playing football, safety. Dante Lewis, high snap, hands out, no, fakes the hands out to Cardenas. Now Lewis is in trouble in the backfield, gets the pass away. What a catch by number 82, Luke Edgecombe. If you're watching on the stream, this is a one-handed grab. Big pass play for the Eagles, and there it is. All the way down to the nine-yard line. Edgecombe's getting involved, big time. What a great throw, man. That arm slot, he just dropped it and just put it on a rope. Beautiful catch, a lot of space up top. Third and goal from the 21 now. Lewis looking deep, firing towards the end zone. Has oh, his lead, guess my. who? Number 82, <laughs> Luke Edgecombe breaks free, streaking across the field and into the end zone for a touchdown. If you're an Eagles fan, welcome back Edgecombe. 22-19 lead over the Panthers here with 3.26 to go in the third. 319 remaining in the third quarter. Parish Episcopal in a position they have not found themselves in very often this season, down three. Still plenty of time, of course. Sawyer Anderson hands off to Reed, trying the left side. Patient run. Boy, he's strong. Carried a D tackle with him about four yards on his back. Gain of nine there for Maddox Reed. Anderson handoff up the middle, Reed. Breaks away from the tacklers, and he's going to be he's inside the five, and touchdown! Parrish Episcopal, Maddox Reed on a third and seven, goes 16 yards to put the Panthers back on top. Panthers looking to take advantage. Hand off to Reed, breaks the first tackle. He's to the 10, the five. He's going to get the corner of the end zone right at the pylon. Touchdown! Number five, Maddox Reed doing it again. What a football player. Can't the score is now Parish Episcopal 32, 33, excuse me. Houston St. Thomas 22. 11 point difference with six minutes and 56 seconds remaining in the final quarter. We'll see if they can get it going again. We are not wanting for excitement here <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. Outstanding contest and now St. Thomas Looking to see if they can fight their way back in, down 11. Hand off to Reed, heads towards the left side of the field and he's into the end zone. Touchdown, Maddox Reed, number four on the day for him. What a great game. Certainly didn't go like I thought it would early on, but boy, the second half did not disappoint. 40 to 29, an 11 point differential and really coach it, it felt much closer than that throughout the entire contest until things got a little out of hand near yeah. the end. Yeah, you had the back-to-back -back turnovers, you had the, the interception, then the fumble and, and St. Thomas couldn't recover from that and not many teams would. I mean, Parrish is gonna, they're gonna take those and then cash them in and. As the Eagles will simply try and heave this one downfield. That falls incomplete. Parish Episcopal are victorious. The Panthers are state champions for the fifth year in a row. Houston St. Thomas, an outstanding season. Their lone defeat. This one here today, plenty to be proud of for this Eagle team. Up next on Friday. Tonight's matchup features the Warriors of Liberty Christian School out of Argyle and the Knights of Regents School of Austin. Liberty Christian comes into this contest the first place finishers out of District 1. They are undefeated at 13-0 overall and 4-0 in district play. Austin Regents comes into this title game 12-1, a perfect 7-0 in district play. They are the first place finishers out of District 3. Divine looking to pass, is complete behind the line of scrimmage. Plenty of room He's on got the right some side. Room. Breaks a tackle and a nice game. Pickup of about 20 from Jack Devine to number four, Chili Sayer. Cole Welliver, Chase Garnett on his right side, now moves to his left side. Here's the snap, handoff up the middle for Garnett. He breaks the tackles, got plenty of room in front of him, cutting right up the middle, breaks another one. Touchdown, Liberty Christian, Chase Garnett. 36 yards. That was lightning. He took off, man. It was two, two nice cuts, one last one, and then he hit the Jets, and you could just forget about it. 
in motion, and they do get it off. Devine up the middle, fighting hard. Second effort gets him through. Good for a first down, and dives forward to pick up a few more. Wow. Gutty play call with a freshman <laughs> quarterback here in the state championship, and Austin Regents moves the chains. Really gutsy call, man. Golly, took it down right as, it, right as you're about to get your play clock gone. Freshman takes it up the middle against a very, very tough defense and gets it. Welliver looking to pass, right side. He's got a man and breaking a tackle and into the end zone, number 10. Brady Janusik once again. Five possessions for Liberty Christian in the half. The first four were touchdowns. The last is a field goal. And that takes our score to Liberty Christian 31, Austin Regents three. Calls it into his line. Moves Garnett from his right side to his left. Fakes the handoff, looking to pass. He's in trouble and wrapped up immediately. Big sack by number 56 for the Austin Regents Knights, that's Diego Romero Badell. Devine, left side, Pick picked, six. picked, and he's gonna take it to the house. Pick six for number 10. He has been a monster all over this field today for Liberty Christian, Brady Janusek. Welliver with Garnett right behind him now. Hands off up the middle, breaking through the line and inside the five, still on his feet. Touchdown, Liberty Christian, number five, Chase Garnett. Welliver, this time a handoff to Garnett up the middle. He's oh, gonna break to the cut. right, has some room. What and there cut. he goes. Will he get there? Yes, he does. Pushed inside the pylon. Number five, Chase Garnett. Pouring it on here in Waco. They'll line up now and that's your ball game. And now the clock will expire. Liberty Christian School, the Warriors out of Argyle, Texas, finished the season a perfect 14-0. They are your state champions in Division II football, bringing a title home for the first time since 2007. In outstanding fashion, an undefeated season. Coach, final thoughts on this contest? Well, it was a completely dominant performance. Uh, you know, Regis had a had a really tough matchup. Not only is Liberty Christian just an outstanding football team, but when your trigger man is coming in for his first start of the year as a freshman, that's pretty tough. But I, all credit to uh, Liberty Christian, man. They came in, they had a plan, they executed. Very physical, very fast team. Uh, great run attack, but their defense set the table. And man, that was a uh, quite a performance. On Saturday, our final two championships began with Holy Cross of San Antonio and defending champions Dallas Christian School. Holy Cross comes into this contest the first place finishers out of District 3 with a 10-2 overall record and undefeated in district play. Dallas Christian comes into this title game at 12-1, also undefeated in district play and the first place finishers out of District 2. They are the defending state champions in Division 3 football. Well, when you're a defending champion, you, you're going to have a sense of confidence, a sense of experience of being here. Uh, and that's really big as far as your operational side and, and the way you're going to function, the way you're going to approach the game, knowing what to expect, because it's a totally different game than any other game of the year. Uh, and you, you'll have a confidence about it. But also on the flip side, you got to worry if your kids get complacent. Can they get overconfident? Can they not really cross? It's your first time here. Man, you got to let everything, just let it hang loose and just and go for it. Uh, you can't have too much of an emotional wave to where you just play out. But uh, I expect uh, I expect to see a really confident, uh, fast group for Dallas Christian. And I expect Tully Cross is going to come flying out of the gate. Hands off to his running back, Jaden Davis. Lots of room on the left side, and he's going to go. One play to the house. Jaden Davis on the board for Dallas Christian. Alvarado now has Taylor Flores standing behind him, number 21. He'll keep it himself up the middle. Now he's got plenty of room on the left side. Meets the linebacker at the 36-yard line, but that's going to move the chains for Holy Cross. Big defensive opportunity for the Knights. Pass behind the line of scrimmage. Great tackle. No, he breaks free. And there's the pursuit. Still fighting. <laughs> And the Knights slammed the door shut there on third down. It was a third and two. 
And now the ball is going to be taken back all the way to the original line of scrimmage there at the 50. Fourth and 10. And the punting unit for Dallas Christian is on the field. Big stop for Holy Cross. Say whatever you want. They swarm to the ball. You hear people talk about it, but they are the epitome of it. One guy there, then two, then three, then six. Carney has Davis to his right. He will pass. And the defender fell down. Oh, ball is out. Holy Cross is on top of it. That was a completion to number 10, Jaden Crawl. After a defender slipped, but on an initial contact, that ball comes out. Defensively, whenever you swarm to the ball like that, good things will happen for you. Uh, Jaden Crawl just did a little pivot, never saw it. And boy, they put the hat right on the ball and knocked it loose. There's the snap, looking left, airing it out. And he's got his man this time. Pass is complete to the 47-yard line inside Dallas Christian territory. That's going to move the sticks and take us to the end of the first quarter. Dallas Christian 7, Holy Cross 0. And here we go. Long pass has his man. It's complete. Wow. And out of bounds at the 11-yard line. Holy. Gabe, I've coached a really long time. I don't remember seeing that. Here's the replay. Everybody was sort of standing around. Yeah. If we can't get the replay, seems to be a slight issue here. Well, they fooled everybody in the stadium. Yeah, everybody's just standing there. Look at this. Here's the ball. What do you call that play? Wait? <laughs> or bait? I mean, my gosh. I have never seen that. Unbelievable. Holy Cross is in business after the trick play of trick plays here at least in this championship weekend. Alvarado with Vallejo behind him. It's a pass complete, it's a trick play, he'll pass and misses his intended receiver, number eight, Marcus Perez. Coach, you were not kidding about going deep into that playbook. We've seen everything here <laughs> Go from Terrence Holy said he Cross. Wasn't leave it. Coach Wheeler said, yep, that's what I was afraid of. He's gonna bring it all. Looking to pass left side. Fires down the field and has a man wide open all the way to the house. Speedy Nettles broke away from his defender. All he had to do was catch it. Handoff. Now it's a reverse. Now I don't know what you call this, but the quarterback's got oh it again. He's got God. a man wide open oh. and oh, just over the head at midfield. Alvarado in the shotgun with Daniel Perez standing right behind him. Two receivers out to the right, one to the left, looking to pass, goes left, and he's got a pass at the line of scrimmage. Plenty of room to work for the receiver, and he's gonna have the first down. That is number three, Marco Gomez. Flores is the running back. He'll take it up the middle, has some he's room, Flores. and he finds the hole! Touchdown, Taylor Flores. Holy Cross is on the board. Welcome back to the Waco ISD Athletic Complex and the Division III State Championship in what has been a very exciting contest so far. Dallas Christian, the defending champs with a seven point lead, 14 to seven over the Knights of Holy Cross. The Knights are getting set to kick off. We had an outstanding first half of play here. And you mentioned Dallas Christian only running 14 offensive plays in the first half. Now, some of that is to their credit, their big quick strike potential. But Holy Cross with 41 plays on the other side, clearly playing some ball control, trying to use it to their advantage. Carney there looking left. He's got Nettles wide open. Touchdown. That's not Nettles. It's number eight, Decorius Taylor. Quick strike. We approach the eight minute mark here in the fourth quarter. Dallas Christian up 21 to seven. Looking to extend here 27 yards away from pay dirt. And this time Carney will keep it after faking a handoff to the right side. Short gain, pickup of two. First and 10 from the 45. Screen again. Alvarado has it completes to Nicholas Hall. He's got room along the left side and still running into Charger territory and will finally be brought down at the 31-yard line. And getting under center oh, there, that's a not? touchdown. Holy Cross 
on the board again. One more play we hadn't seen yet from this playbook. An eight point contest now with 5.16 to go in the fourth quarter. Dallas Christian 21, Holy Cross 13. Never seen that play before, not like that, not from that design. I'm at least on my second hand in counting plays I've never seen before here in this contest. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Pitch to the right side. He'll get the first down and into the end zone. One more time, Jaden Davis. Extra point attempt is good with 1.40 to go. Our score here from Waco, Dallas Christian 28, Holy Cross 13. The thing that's really impressive to me is for both teams. You can see they're congratulating each other. I mean, they know they battled. It was, hey, we got after each other, but guess what? It's a lot of mutual respect. There's the knee, and with that, Dallas Christian School out of Mesquite wins the Division Three State Championship, and they are back-to-back -back state champions. I've watched a lot of football in my days, 30-something years plus. I saw 10, 11 plays I've never seen before. Uh, saw Dallas Christian weather the storm on a lot of uh, what Holy Cross was throwing at them, and Holy Cross putting together just a whale of an effort. It's by far, by far the most entertaining um, championship game I've seen in a while, and man, hats off to, to both communities, both uh, coaching staffs, players. That was, that was a heavyweight battle. A lot of fun to watch. And last but not least, in our final TAPS football contest of 2023. And we are proud to bring you the Texas Association of Private and Parochial Schools Division Four title game on TAPS TV and TAPS Radio. Tonight's matchup features the Eagles of Lubbock Christian School and the Saints of First Baptist Academy out of Dallas. And these teams are certainly no strangers to one another both hailing out of District 1, where Dallas First Baptist finished as the district champions and are in the midst of a dream season. Undefeated at 10-0, 6-0 in district play. Lubbock Christian finished second in the district. They enter this contest with an 11-2 record, 5-1 in the district, and their only loss to First Baptist back on October 20th. And as you may know, aside from wanting to avenge that loss, they also happen to be the defending state champions in Division IV football, looking to go back-to-back -back in state titles here tonight. If you're a fan of wide open football, you're gonna to get to see it tonight. They're gonna, to, both teams will air it out, uh, be true classic air raid style. Um, I think we're gonna see a lot of scoring tonight. It's gonna to be high up tempo, as many possessions as they can get. This game's gonna get interesting right off the bat because Lubbock Christian on sides. They just let you know we're coming to get it. They're gonna try to steal possessions here and that can really put you on edge when you have to receive those and man, one funny bounce and you're, you could be in, in trouble in a hurry. A little bit unconventional for Taps play, but very much part of their game plan. In fact, they list two kickers, number four, Luke Lee and number 55, Wyatt Witherington. McCoy looking left again. Thinks about running up the middle, now he's in trouble. Shakes off a defender for the moment. He's gotta go back across the field the other way. Still looking to pass. Now he'll fire it into the end zone, broken up. McCoy with Rayson standing to his right, but he'll keep it himself. He's got a first down and a lot more right up the middle, and he will split the hash marks into the end zone. Touchdown, First Baptist. Lee looking to pass. Got Over him. the middle, touchdown, Eagles. Lee to number one, Joseph. Fernahoo. Ball spotted at the 49 yard line, already into Eagle territory. First Baptist goes to work from there. Quarterback keeper right up the middle and a very nice gain, breaking away now towards the right side and still on his feet, headed towards the sideline and will not be forced out until the 21 yard line. McCoy. Over the middle, has his man, and that's gonna go to the house. Number five, Dominic Saidu. What an answer by First Baptist, two plays into the end zone. 
And a little trickeration there. Did it go far enough, Coach? I didn't think it did. I thought it was one step short. The onside sure looked pretty if it went far enough. They're going to give it to him. They're saying it was right at the 50. Look at this outstanding play. The rolling kick covered by number one for First Baptist, Micah Foster. McCoy. There it is, the fake screen. All the alone has his man into the end zone. No, ruled out. It looked like he got the pylon. He's going to be just short. McCoy under center now, and he'll take it right up the middle. No signal yet. And there it is. Touchdown, First Baptist. McCoy will throw, looking for the corner of the end zone. He's got it. Touchdown, First Baptist. Number four, Elijah Kaysen. First Baptist Academy locked up with Lubbock Christian. First Baptist with a 28 to 11 lead. You know, it looked to me early on that Lubbock had a lot of momentum after the initial drive. Uh, First Baptist was stopped on downs early, but boy, when they got the uh, onside kick, it just seemed like all the momentum went their way. They're playing a super aggressive brand of defense. Uh, it is make or break. There is no bend in there anywhere. When you have a defense with everybody within five yards, that's crazy. There's no second level containment. I think Lubbock's gonna come back and make a run. They got the opening possession. I think you'll see them come out super aggressive, try to uh, turn the momentum their direction. It's been a fun ball game. A lot of fun to watch, very unconventional. McCoy will take it himself up the He's middle. Score. Plenty of room. There he goes, the five into the end zone. Number two, Hunter McCoy. 32 yards. Touchdown, Saints. That makes our score Dallas First Baptist 35, Lubbock Christian 11 with 8.33 remaining here in the third quarter. Lee fakes the handoff over the middle. Got now him. he's got his man this time. Number nine, Barrett Lee. Touchdown, Eagles. Lee sends a man in motion, takes the snap. Chunking it down the middle of the field. Intercepted at the 45-yard line. Here comes the return for Kaysen. All the way back inside the 15. He'll be marked out at the 13-yard line. Elijah Kaysen turned a fourth and 21 to a no-problem touchdown for the Saints. Well, these Saints have been on an absolute roll, not only tonight, but throughout the course of this season. We mentioned that points per game total of 54. Only giving up an average of just under 16. The other direction, breaking a tackle is Simmons. He'll look for a little more. Das moving He's a great block, and there goes Simmons all the way down the left sideline. Touchdown, Lubbock Christian. That takes our score to 31 to 55 with the extra point to come. Two point attempt, Lee up the middle and he is in. That'll make it 33 to 55. I hope you folks at home took the over. Eagles take a timeout, hoping to get the ball back to make a little bit more noise here before the conclusion of this one. I believe it was Rodgers with that grab. He'll go back to him here. He's, oh, just off the fingertips. Lee looking to pass. Now he'll keep it. He'll be taking, no. Pitches it back. And that'll do it. Stop short of the goal line. Dallas First Baptist. An undefeated season. State champions for the first time since 2013 and they do it in an emphatic fashion with a 55 to 33 victory here in the division four state championship congratulations to lubbock christian on finishing runners up in division four and to dallas first baptist your state champs Outstanding seasons for both of these teams. Coach, final thoughts as we wrap up from here in Waco. It is so hard to go back to back and Lubbock Christian got to see that tonight. And 
uh, you know, First Baptist, my hat's off to him. Very explosive, great, great game plan. Both teams were very well coached. They just, uh, they just had too many weapons and they weren't to be denied tonight. And didn't make any catastrophic errors. It just really played to their strengths and hats off to them. Uh, it's going to be a really great program for a long time. We'd like to thank the staff of Waco ISD Athletic Complex for hosting us this year, but we owe a huge shout out to their media staff who provided coverage for both the board in the stadium and our broadcasts. Over on the tap side of the broadcasts, you heard Gabe Duarte of Antonian College Prep leading the way on all seven of our football broadcasts. He was joined on the six-man broadcast by Bryce Helton of Live Oak Classical School and Tim Shipman of Fredericksburg Heritage School. On the 11-man broadcast, he was joined by Joe Prudhomme, head football coach at Texas Wesleyan University. Our broadcast producer was Will Dixon of the TAPS office staff, and our stadium announcers were Mike Weber and John Pritchett. Thank you, gentlemen, for making these TAPS TV and TAPS radio broadcasts possible. You can purchase downloads of each video broadcast on tapstvnetwork.com. I'll have a direct link for you in the show notes. We have photographers on site for every game, and you'll be able to get those photos for free on our Smug Mug page. That's taps.smugmug.com. In the coming weeks, we've got to get through cheer first, so please be patient. We'll make an announcement on our social media channels when images start to go up. Elsewhere in TAPS this week. On Wednesday, it's the All-State Selection Meeting for football. We'll have those results posted on the TAPS website as soon as they're available. Follow at TAPS Football on Twitter to catch our announcement when they go live. Back in fine arts, the deadline for the 2024 TAPS Dance Championships is next Friday. That's December 15th. More information on the TAPS website. The judging for the 2023 TAPS Fall Photo Contest will take place on Saturday, December 16th, and we'll have the results book published the following week. Also on Saturday, it's our Fall Esports 2023 Online Championships. More information on the TAPS website. You can also follow at TAPS Esports as we get closer to that event. That's it for this week in TAPS. We are always looking for things to cover in our podcasts. If you have any ideas or suggestions, or if your school did something that you want mentioned, please send us an email at talk at taps.biz. This Week in TAPS is a production of the Texas Association of Private and Parochial Schools. It is produced and hosted by me, John Skies, the Director of Media for TAPS. Brian Bunselmeyer is our Executive Director. Robert Huckabee is our Associate Director and Director of Compliance. Steve Prudhomme is our Associate Director. Steve Fuhulin is our Athletic Director. Rhonda Smith is our Director of of fine arts. Liz Cornett is our general manager of corporate partnerships. Kelly Bay, Delaney Bultsamire, Will Dixon, and Vicki Morgan help keep everything running smoothly in the TAPS office from transfer paperwork to event logistics to live broadcasts. Thank you for listening. See you next week. <laughs>